New mothers are anxious about a lot of things, and right at the top of the list is how to help their babies sleep safely. Do we lay our babies on our backs? Do we swaddle them? And so many other questions. Well, today, we'll address your safety concerns with an expert who can help. My guest is Beth Durham, a NICU educator and the neonatal transport coordinator at Deaconess the Women's Hospital. Welcome, Beth. So I hear it's safer to put babies to sleep on their back. So why is that best if my baby sleeps on their back? So it's best if your baby sleeps on their back in order to keep them safe um, from SUIDS, which is sudden unexpected infant death, or SIDS, and other sleep-related infant death causes. And some of them can be things such as um, suffocation, accidental, of course, and then also things such as entrapment, strangulation in the bed, and uh, things like that. So if we lay them on their back in the middle of the bed, then we know that um, they can be the safest. Got it. What about swaddling? If we swaddle them and put them on their backs, what if they pull off that swaddle? The babies that are in their bed uh, swaddled, we kind of would discourage that. At uh, the women's hospital, when we discharge, every baby gets, they call it a wearable blanket or a sleep sack, and that it is a way to um, place it on your baby. Their little arms come through the uh, armholes, and then you can zip them up. And so then that way they have a nice warm place to sleep in their sleep sack, and then uh, we don't have to worry about... the bundling if it comes undone uh, from being properly bundled and then if they uh, have loose bedding around them that they could uh, accidentally, you know, get their little face in. Well, that answers my question. When can I start covering my baby with a loose blanket? I guess right away as long as it's a sleep sack. They call them a wearable blanket. Very cool. And what if they roll over? So once the babies are able to roll over, they are better as far as you can um, cover them with one blanket when they're able to move better. What should we not be putting in their cribs? We want to be sure that our babies are sleeping on a firm surface, like a mattress in a safety-approved crib, and make sure that their sheet is fitted around to the, the corners of the mattress and the crib. And then another thing that we would want to keep out of the of the bed is um, pillows, blankets, any sort of a sheepskin, crib bumpers, uh, anywhere in there. We also want to think about soft toys or objects and loose bedding um, out of the sleep area. We want to make sure that nothing is covering our baby's head. And then we also can think about uh, just the extra blankets. You know, if grandma makes a nice blanket, um, while it's actually very beautiful, um, it might not be something that we would want to place on the baby right away. And why is that? So we don't want the babies to accidentally um, suffocate in anything that is going to be loose or uh, extra in their bed. So we're going to think about the ABCs of safe sleep, which is alone, on your back, in your crib. Brilliant. I love that. Okay. A, B, C. (laughs) Wonderful. This is why we talk to people like you, Beth. Now, can I put my baby down to sleep with a pacifier? So a pacifier is good. Actually, the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends a pacifier for sleep, and actually uh, it will help lessen the incidence of SIDS. But an important thing to think about with that is you wouldn't want to offer a pacifier until breastfeeding is well established. So we would want to think about the baby being a couple weeks old, maybe even a month old, and that breastfeeding has been established very well before we would want to introduce the pacifier. But then moving forward, the pacifier is a great idea. Can I let my baby nap in its car seat? Most of the time for sleep, it's best for babies to uh, sleep in their crib 
crib. And then that way they get used to their crib and they begin to um, like to sleep into their crib best. So, um, and you know, if the baby is in the car and you're on a trip and the baby falls asleep, that is fine. But once you come into the house, it is really best to put the baby in, in their crib. All right. These days, parents are talking about, quote unquote, sleep training. So at what age can you start sleep training with a child? As soon as you come home um, you from the hospital with your infant, uh, you can start to sleep train with them and uh, help them to realize, you know, that uh, certain times of day is when you would get a nap and that um, certain times in the evening was is when we go to bed and that uh, when they um, eat and they want to take a nap afterward and things like that. And so it's more like uh, making a routine with your baby and the babies will uh, like a routine um, very much. They're so important, aren't they? Oh, and still, as adults, we like our routines, right? Yes, yes, we do. So it's good for mom and dad as well as baby to have that routine. It is. Now, what types of training options are out there and how do they work? So uh, we have some classes at the Women's Hospital. We have a class called From pregnancy to parent. And in that class, they uh, offer a lot of education for parents on um, safe sleep with their baby. It recommends uh, things for um, cribs, also clothing, talks about the wearable blankets, also talks about um, room sharing, but not bed sharing with your baby. So it's a good idea to have your baby sleeping in your room with you so that you can uh, hear the baby when they wake or if um, they have feeding cues that um, you'll want to listen for, but not sharing a bed with your baby. So room sharing without bed sharing is very important. That's also covered in um, our pregnancy to parent class. That's one of the hardest things for parents, isn't it? Trying to say, you know what? in the room, but not in the bed. Yes, it's hard because you want to snuggle with your baby, but also everybody is so tired and you just, you cannot um, risk having a time that, you know, you would accidentally um, hurt your baby or roll on your baby because everyone is so fast asleep. Now, should we ever let a baby just cry it out? So I think that babies would feel best if they're actually rocked or cuddled to sleep and that they will be able to sleep better and probably get to sleep sooner. Um, it Also, if your baby is fussing and crying in their bed, um, the, the possibilities of them rolling over, getting into a position that would be unsafe is um, higher. So probably letting a baby just cry it out isn't the best idea um, as far as going to sleep is concerned. I mean, they can have episodes where they're just a little grumpy or fussy and you can let that um, go. But um, to just be crying and crying and crying um, is probably not recommended. Got it. Well, this is all such excellent info, Beth. I'm sure you helped a lot of new mothers right now and fathers. And I thank you so much for being with us today to talk about safe sleep for babies. And that wraps up this episode of the Women's Hospital, A Place for All Your Life. To schedule an appointment, head on over to our website at deaconess.com for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Deaconess, the Women's Hospital podcasts. For more health tips and updates on the latest medical advancements and breakthroughs, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you found this podcast informative, please share on your social media and be sure to check out all the other fascinating podcasts in our library. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a great day.